for me, one of the key issues, and in fact one of the problems, about the study of religion is that we can put too much emphasis on the concept of religion. As I've said already, the word religion has a history, and so we often assume that it is something that relates to a realm apart from the ordinary world. If something is religious, then as scholars we feel we have to put on special gloves to handle it, out of fear of being sacrilegious or even blasphemous, or perhaps to show respect to those who practice religion, even if we don't. On the other hand, there's another approach that could be taken. We might feel instead of special gloves, what we need is a special sledgehammer that we keep for the particular purpose of splatting religion whenever we see it. In the formal study of religion, particularly in religious studies departments, it's usually the former that happens. It's a world of respect and special gloves for the treatment of this special thing that is called religion. For me, if the study of religion is going to be meaningful and helpful, then we need to take off the gloves and get down and dirty with real life. That is what religion is about, or at least that is how we can try to understand religion a bit better. And the means by which I signal this approach is by calling it the study of religion and culture. Culture is about the everyday, the everything, the world and what we do in it. And religion is too. Religion is embedded in culture. No, religion is culture. And very often it is the other way around. Culture is embedded in religion. And culture is religion. It is only for convenience that we talk as though these are two separate and distinct categories. Rather, both are different ways of talking about human behaviour. In short, religion is a cultural practice, and culture is bound up with religious ideas, identities and religious practice. Religion can be understood as a form of culture, and the study of religion is a form of cultural studies. And what we gain from this is the shift of our point of reference to the practical, the everyday, that is what people do. Now, in order to understand this, we need to understand what the idea of religion is about, as I've explored in the first couple of podcasts. But also we need to explore how the word culture is used within academic studies, particularly within the field of cultural studies, the field that has been come to be known as cultural studies. And the one figure largely associated with the creation of this field is the English writer Raymond Williams. Now, one of the things he said is, is that the word culture is one of the most complicated and difficult to define words in the English language. So if we had problems with the word religion, culture, perhaps as much as or even more so, but he went on to try and explore the range of ideas associated with the idea of culture, and in particular highlighted three different types of activity, three different ways in which we think about the category of culture. First of all, culture as something that is an ideal. Secondly, culture in a documentary sense. And thirdly, culture in a social sense. 
there's a lot to unpack within that. And largely as we unpack it, we will find a certain methodology, a certain approach to understanding culture. And as I would argue, to understanding the study of religion and culture too. But I want to take the first two of those ideas, those categories of culture, culture as an ideal and culture in a documentary sense. Because when we use the word culture, it very often comes down in one or other of those senses. As an ideal, we might think of culture as something that is possessed by the elite, that is high culture. To say somebody is cultured is to say that they are refined, they are civilized, they're sophisticated, they are in the know about culture. We may associate it with certain forms of literature, high quality literature, or we may associate it with certain forms of art and visual expression or certain forms of music. To be cultured in those terms is to listen to, say, classical music, Mozart, Bach or Vivaldi. This is distinguished largely from a less cultured perspective, the culture or the the lack of culture, say, of the popular, of the unrefined, literature that is not high literature or music that is not high culture, popular music, the, the music of the masses rather than the music of the elite few. And that is the second element of Raymond Williams' approach to culture, the documentary sense of culture, of what culture as what people do. And if we go out on the streets or go into people's homes, very often the culture that we find is the culture of the masses, the popular culture, rather than the elite high culture. So there's two senses in which culture can be understood there, two different ways in which we talk about culture. The third as a social sense distinguishes a different type of culture, if we can put it in those terms. And here I want to put it in a different dimension to the first two approaches. If we start off by saying, well, usually or often when we talk about culture, we start of talking about either the elite culture or the mass culture or the popular culture. We can also talk about culture as a cultural product, a thing. And inevitably, when we talk about culture in that sense, we talk about books, we talk about music, musical performances, musical recordings, we talk about pictures, we talk about things that people do that we point to and say, that is culture. So if you want to understand good culture, you go to a bookshop you download good music from iTunes, classical music, for example. Cultural products, in that sense, can be distinguished from a much different expression of the idea of culture. Culture as a social thing, as as something that we share. And here, instead of talking about culture that we might buy from a bookshop, culture is then something that we share with others. My culture is this. My culture is British. My culture is American. My culture is Indian or whatever we may be. The culture is the, is the thing that people carry about with them, that makes them who they are, that they express in all sorts of ways. It might be part of my culture to listen to certain types of music. If I come from a particular place, I might be more likely to listen to sitar music or to country and western, or in Scotland, my culture might be more inclined to bagpipes or any other particular cultural products may be associated with my culture. 
But when we talk about culture in this social sense rather than as products, we talk about something that is 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 much more difficult to to find in practice. Much more difficult to find uh, and pin down what is a person's culture. Where does a particular culture end and another culture begin? Where does English culture stop and Scottish culture begin? Where does North American culture divide between Canadian culture and say Northern US culture and so on. Culture in this sense is a shared system, a way of life, something that we imbibe from our community, from our family, from the society in which we live. And this use of the term culture is very often associated with a quite different field of studies, with the studies of anthropology and sociology. And in particular, we could use the definition given by the writer Clifford Geertz, who we met uh, with his definition of religion back in podcast two, talking about religion as a cultural system. For Geertz, culture was quite simply historically transmitted patterns of meaning. In this way, every person experiences their culture as something outside of themselves. Culture is given to them by their community or society. A person acquires their culture in most instances through the process of growing up, through their education and their general childhood rearing. In this sense, everything that a person does interacts with their culture. The culture is the systems of meanings that they share with others within their group. Lying behind this anthropological idea of culture is a much earlier definition proposed at the end of the 19th century by the writer Edward Tyler, who we also met in podcast two with his definition of religion as belief in spiritual things. Tyler's approach was, of course, very different from Geertz, but in his book he titled Primitive Culture, he set out his understanding that culture is that complex whole which includes knowledge, belief, art, morals, law, custom, and any other capabilities and habits acquired by humans as members of society. Therefore, each group has its own culture, and this culture is a complicated collection that adds up to more than the sum of its parts. To understand the differences between humans, we assume it is culture that makes one group different from another. And following the later Geertzian idea of interpretation of cultures, such cultures that people have are not only acquired by individuals, they are also what shape the meanings that those people live by. Culture is meaning, and to understand culture is to find meanings. These two different senses of culture, the shared system, the social, is very distinct from the cultural products. But the two engage with each other in, in various ways. And as we explore one form of culture, we can't help talking about the other form of culture. And as we explore this, we can perhaps distinguish two particular writers who are, I will be going on to talk about more within these podcasts in terms of culture. First of all, the writer Stuart Hall, who wrote about culture, the politics of cultural products and the way in which culture is used in distinction between high culture and so-called low culture, or high culture and popular culture, and the culture that is to be understood in what people do, the cultural products that they have. 
And then in terms of the other sense of the social sense of culture, we have Clifford Geertz. That is one particular way in which we can see culture, which left out largely much of the thinking of people like Stuart Hall and other cultural studies theorists, as he wrote about the anthropological sense of shared culture, of, of shared society. And as I go on to unpick these ideas, I will try to work out a mapping, a sense of how to talk about religion and culture together. Is there a distinction between the two that we can easily understand? As I said, perhaps they're talking about the same thing. Can we talk about religion in culture or culture in religion? And what does it mean to put them together and just simply say culture and religion without trying to work out which is which uh, and which is the other. This is an important part of this process of trying to understand religion in the contemporary world and religion in the past. And I'll take a few podcasts over the next maybe three or four podcasts to really explore what we mean when we talk about culture and religion and the study of religion and culture. (laughs) 